It's Seat Yourself on KFGO, where we have lunch and a conversation with a coworker, friend, family member. I think we have yet to get a family member on the air with us. We'll keep, we'll start working on it. I think because no one, none of them want to come on here. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of my family members out there? You can text me right now. Tell yeah. me, do you want to be on this? And then I got to worry about what kind of, kind of beans are they going to spill once they get on here for Seat Yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But today, Phil Goodell, our coworker and friend from KFGO, joins us for Seat Yourself. Hi, Phil. Howdy, howdy. Are we taking away from your real job? Uh, not really. I, a little I bit. went in a little bit early today, and I was in at. 7 a.m. on Monday, so I've got plenty of hours stocked up. Okay, okay, because let's talk about what you do in real life when you're not on KFGO. I am a technical director for Fargo Public Schools, so I work at South High School. I, uh, the bulk of my job, oh, thank you, thank you. I saw somebody (laughs) clapping. Um, I, I do a lot of extracurricular stuff, so after school, I have students come in and we build the sets, we hang lights, we do sound for all of the uh, play productions for the high school. I also do the middle school ones. And then any concert that goes on in that theater, I manage and take care of, make sure they have lights, sound, all of that fun stuff. That means Phil owns a lot of black pairs of pants and a lot of black t-shirts. <laughs> so many. And they, and they <laughs> almost all say like Fargo Public Schools on them somewhere. <laughs> I love it. And do you like it? I do. I think it's a lot of fun. Some kids can be can try your patience a little bit, but you know, the when they when they get to be high school age, they start listening a little bit more and they they're there because they want to be there. It's not like an actual teacher where some kids right. are there because they just have to be there. The kids that come interact with tech theater, they're there because they want to be there. Or they're trying to see if it's something that they want to do and then If they don't, well, they don't come back, which is a bummer in a way if you're needing kids. But, you know, it's it's not for everyone. It can be demanding. Some of the kids are like, this is a lot of work. I'm like, yeah, it is. Phil is a proud VCSU graduate and did some tech directing down there as well for them. I sure did. When I moved into Fargo Public Schools, I was immediately spoiled because Valley City State University had – bare bones tech stuff their lights were old something that they had gotten used their light board you had to move a bunch of sliders up to turn them on and then to prep the next scene you had to move a bunch of sliders and then you go from scene to scene by flipping some sliders and then you reset for the next one whereas here at uh, Fargo Public Schools we have the benefit of some good technology and funding so we have a light board where if I want to go from one scene to the next, all I got to do is pre-program it and then just hit one button that says go. And it goes from one scene to the next. You're not going to find a more loyal or willing person on this planet to be a friend than Phil Goodell. I've known Phil now since, what, was it 2000? 2000... 2001? No, no. 2005, 2005, six, something yeah, like that. Something yeah. like that. Uh, How joined, did you guys meet? He joined the Linebenders. Yeah. I auditioned. <laughs> because good old Bill Lucas was in charge of the yep. the team then. And uh, the, he had a little audition thing. And I had worked with Bill Lucas at uh, uh, FMCT doing a play called Tony and Tina's Wedding, which is mostly improv. And I'd seen a bunch of Linebenders shows. So I was like, yeah, I'll audition. One of the saddest parts of COVID was the week they decided to shut everything down. 
Bill and I had worked for months on Flanagan's Wake. It yes. was this, this Irish wake that you attended, but it's improvised. And Phil uh, was my Catholic priest because he's a real he's a real good Catholic in, in real life. I try to be. And uh, I was like, <laughs> no one's going to approach this better. And there was a bunch of improv that Phil did during it. He had this huge speech about opening this giant cathedral, and he was going to dedicate it to St. Carson Wentz. It was, <laughs> it, it was easily hilarious, and we got one weekend of shows out yeah. of it, sold out, and I'm sad that you didn't get more of that, because that was a role that you were built to play. My mom and dad were bummed, because they were going to see it the second weekend. Oh. oh, man. Okay. Can't we bring that back? Didn't you have everything in your garage for, like, yeah, a I year? Yeah, I still do. I, I have, you I've, still I've do? I've got a kneeler. I've got all okay, of this so stuff Okay, so what do we have to do to bring Flanagan's Wake back to life? Oh, uh, at this point, it would be a lot of work. But maybe I don't know. I don't. Phil, what do you got going on the week of uh, St. Patty's Day this yeah. week? Yeah, I might. I'm probably busy at the school. Okay, well, Which, yeah, well, if you've got stuff, I might have to hit you up later because we're doing Sister Act Junior for the middle school. Oh, dude, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I so. got it. Good for you. I've, I've been storing it this whole time. Oh, good. Uh, I want. I'm going to ask Phil a story that is. Oh yeah. I've known, is this the Neil Diamond story? Let's not bury the lead. <laughs> I had known Phil for years, and then one day I found out that he had been married before we met, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" And because he had never mentioned his ex-wife or any of these times, and so <laughs> one day driving back from Valley City together, I was like, "Phil, could you just could you just tell me the story, like what happened?" And Phil tells me the most epic story, and this guy. <laughs> This guy must Let's bite his teeth like there's no tomorrow. Will you tell us about the Neil Diamond story? Yes, I can. So anytime anybody plays Neil Diamond, I, I don't recognize most Neil Diamond songs. The one I don't like is Sweet Caroline because that is the easily the most popular Neil Diamond song. Everyone loves it. So I just roll my eyes and grit my teeth and I bear it, but I don't like that song. Back when I was married, uh, my mother-in-law was an avid Neil Diamond fan. She loved Neil Diamond more than any other, almost anything in the world, pretty much. And she just loved Neil Diamond. So for her birthday, uh, my ex-wife and I, we bought her Neil Diamond tickets because he, he came to the Dome in 2001. And we were all excited and everything like that. And once again, I don't, don't know much Neil Diamond. My parents just never listened to it. I found out later. My dad likes Neil Diamond. He just never listened to it when I was a kid. So we go, and I don't, I still don't, I don't know much Neil Diamond. I listened to some to prep for the concert, but I don't know any of it. So we're sitting, and we're on the floor, and uh, my ex-wife and her mom, they're singing along to every song. They're dancing around, and I'm enjoying the concert. He's putting on a good show, but I'm not much of a dancer, and I don't know any of the words, so I'm just kind of standing there. And they would look at me every once in a while and just kind of like roll their eyes and look at each other. And I'm like, what's what? And they're like, you're not having fun. And I'm like, no, I, I am having fun. I, I swear to you. I just, I just don't know don't the words. Know this song. <laughs> right. And On so the boats they. And the plane. <laughs> they're coming to America. I know that one. So finally, Neil gets to Sweet Caroline, and I'm like, thank goodness, a song Yay, I'm familiar with. I know with. this. And he, of course, plays the 12-minute version of the song. Um, and so I'm kind of bouncing around and singing along, saying, Sweet Caroline, and the bomb, 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 bomb. And it, at that point, it was too little too late. On the drive home back to Valley City, they told me that I ruined the Neil Diamond concert because I was not having a good time. 
So how long between that and deciding to call it quits? I mean, I'm not the one that called it quits. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she called it quits over the Neil Diamond concert? I don't, I don't know. There was more to it than that, but that sure put a sour taste in my mouth. And so, Oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> so every time Phil goes to a wedding and we're all jamming out to Sweet Caroline, he's like, no, poor it Phil being like, my marriage. I'll uh, go, like, go to the bar real quick. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you think that that was the thing that put you two over the edge? Like, that Neil Diamond caused a divorce? Yeah. Yes, it was in the newspaper, too. Neil Diamond ruins marriage. I mean, if you met Neil I mean, Diamond that... tomorrow, would you tell him? Be like, I hey, probably Neil. would tell. I would tell him. I'm like, hey, my mother, my ex-mother-in-law loved you, and she said, and she told me that I ruined your concert because I didn't know your music. Phil, that's funny. I remember that concert in Fargo, North Dakota in 2001. There was a guy oh my with a beard up in, like, row 15, and he just wasn't singing, so I gave the best concert I could, and he just couldn't get into it. <laughs> Yeah. We all have those things, though, that that we There's just... some things you just don't like. Or right, don't and because it, you have memories. Yeah, and now it's like, uh, I mean, I don't mind the Coming to America song. It's, it's actually kind of catchy, right. but it's Sweet, Sweet Caroline, Caroline, I'm that's... just like, Ugh. Even when Dave Matthews' band plays it at a live concert, <laughs> I am not into it. You are out. I'm going to go use the porta potty. Okay, just so, I mean, it's been a while, so we're yeah. not being insensitive at laughing at your your broken marriage, no, right? No. This okay. is a while ago. Let me okay. piggyback on that and also because say Phil's frugal, right? Yeah. A very frugal man, and Phil actually bought the Phil's house that cheap. I used to live in, right? So <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, when I told Phil, I was like, yeah, I'm going to sell my house, he goes, well, how much are you going to sell it for? And I said, well, what are you pre-approved for? And we'll figure it out from that point. Yeah. But when we were moving Phil out of his apartment, you know, the thing is, is Phil's a man of simple pleasures. And so he had been in the same apartment for a long time. We found a bunch of his monogrammed wedding napkins. It was, a, it was They were keepsakes. It was like you just throw them and you store them and you never think of them again. And then we used it at Phil's birthday party <laughs> last <I> sure year. <laughs> they got use out of Wait, them. Are they, they still, they still, still do still the job. Them. Yeah. A napkin is a napkin, whether it says Phil and Allie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are gone now. Are, okay, okay, there's no okay, more okay, left. Okay, okay. I made sure to use them. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think you're just supposed to throw them away. I think you're just supposed to just buy new napkins. I think. But napkins you know, are expensive. Na- napkins can be expensive. Yes, they can be. Wait, and, and it, no, one's, it, no one's ever said that. No it, one's ever been like. It makes for a good story too. It does. It does. It does make. What also just you know. Phil's not a guy who is going to spend frivolously, which I really respect. In a in a throwaway culture that we have today, mm-hmm. Phil is not the guy who throws it away. Even when we had a meeting with our part timers on Sunday, I was like, I'm surprised Phil didn't take the pizza that was left. Do afterwards. you, Phil? Do I was you... tempted, but I, I looked around <laughs> and the look at the other guys. I'm like, they could probably use pizza more than I could. Do, do you throw away the box that your cell phone comes in? No. I know. Why are we keeping those? Though? I don't know. Okay. 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 I'm just. It's a good I'm question. But it is a really I, good question. I don't question. know. There's maybe something in the back of my head where I'm like, well, maybe I, I need to store my phone when I get a new one, and it's a perfect box for it. I know. Well, it's the perfect I, I size know. for push pins and paper yeah. clips. Oh no! Don't give him ideas. It takes two. Amy Eiler, JJ Gordon, and see yourself with Bill Goodell here at the 45th Street Dairy Queen. The 45th Street Dairy Queen, the one that's attached to Casey's just south of the interstate. Okay, so if we can put all of that together for you. Across from what will be a water park next year. 
like a the full-fledged water park? Like a full-fledged water park. <clears throat> Lazy rivers, up. slides, the whole McGillicuddy. The whole thing. You can even have your birthday party there, Phil. Ooh. No, no, no. Phil has a backyard birthday every I year. I know. It's a big deal. I'm I still waiting to get invited barbecue. one year. Oh, oh this might be the year. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, I'm I excited. A, I have a very special role, actually, at Phil's birthday party. I'm in charge of the grill. Oh, yeah. And wow. I, take, I take that very seriously. I, I was a little worried because this last year, JJ was running a little behind. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. remember why, but I was like, you know, I'm going to throw the chicken on because chicken takes a while to cook, yeah. you know, much much longer than burgers. So I just messaged him and I said, hey, going to throw the chicken legs on. How'd and then do? he showed up right as I was throwing him on. Because people that run the grill, they're very, very picky. You know, like the people that are on the grill, it's like they take their job very seriously. Well, they they do. don't want you touching anything. JJ's been very gracious. He hasn't, uh, he hasn't like scowled at me when I do. Oh, when no. I like walk up and maybe it's because it's my birthday party. Right. Well, it's also it's the biggest grill I work on. It is a six burner grill. It's massive. What? Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a giant grill, and so it's. Why a, do you have a thing. six burner grill? Just the because you need the it. Draw, yeah. Sometimes uh-huh. you need a six burner grill. It, it honestly doesn't get that much use. Pretty much just my birthday party, but it's it's a you, nice. W- it's worth it. Yeah. So, one thing I'd like to touch on with Phil too is during my time at the Western Entertainment Festival at the Sioux Pass Ranch in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Phil, when I when I got hired to run camping, immediately I was like, I'm going to need an assistant, and it's got to be Phil Goodell. There, I, nobody else on this planet do I trust more with the with the insider secrets as well as saying, like, listen, you just got to haul a bunch of sand for me. <laughs> Phil can take care of that. Sure. Phil can do it all. Phil, do you have – off the top of your head, is there a is there a good story that is appropriate for the radio uh, from down there? I mean, you, you Phil handled a lot, Phil including like uh, a a death. I, I was gonna a say death. it's not a good story, but it's a story. Yeah, I handled the death and like it's complete a complete professional and mm-hmm. you know coordination and stuff like that. But Phil uh, Phil did a lot of everything. Yeah. back in the day, I had so when I started, I did the employee campground so i felt like i had the easy job um and i would i would toot around on the golf cart and be very friendly and because you want those employees to be happy because they're standing out slinging beer for long hours and they could they could get you down so i try to be as helpful and friendly and i had a group that i was chatting with and i asked them well where do you work and they said to me we don't and I said back, well, then what are you doing here? This is the employee campground. Why, why are you here? And they said, it's not as rowdy here. We like it here. And so every year they would buy their ticket to the uh, campground right next to the employee campground. And they would go get their stuff from them, swing back around, and then I would let them in because they <laughs> kept, they kept feeding me. And they I were love nice it. And they never caused a problem. You, uh, I love it. You know the song The Gambler? Yeah. By Kenny Rogers. Uh, Phil uh, met Kenny Rogers, but not like Kenny's on stage performing. Nah. It was a it, little different. His driver got lost, and so they pulled into the campground, and I, I was in the booth just doing some paperwork stuff, and one of my employees was like, Phil, Phil, it's Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good thing she did that, because if he would have come in, I wouldn't have known who he was, because I don't 
know – I'm not a big fan of country music. Maybe I would have caught in a – maybe sure. I would have figured it out, but <laughs> I wouldn't have known it. So what did you say to Kenny Rogers? Well, I was like, all right. So I walked on up, and he goes, my driver's a little lost. We're trying to get to the backstage area. So I very professionally said, all right, so here's what you want to do. I grabbed a map. You want to go back down this road, loop around, and turn when you get here. They should direct you to where you want to go. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Can I get a selfie with you? As long as I don't have to get out of the car, no problem. <laughs> flip open this age of flip phones, so selfies were pretty new. Click, and then my other employee's like, oh, can I get one too? So That's funny. Yeah. So you asked for a selfie. I like that. Yeah. I still I still okay. have it. It's well, one of those so pictures that you got to know when to hold them. We, yeah. We know we know a Phil Goodell of today, mm-hmm. but where did you grow up? Oh boy, so this tends to be a little bit of a longer story, just because like I can't just say, "Hey, I grew up in Jamestown," right? Because I didn't. But you're um, a North Dakota kid. I was born in Minnesota. Okay. Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Fergus is where Falls, I was born. Minnesota. My okay. parents lived in Battle Lake. Okay. We moved away from there when I was a few months old. We moved to Langdon, North Dakota. Okay. When I was five years old, we moved to Rugby, North Dakota. Dad was climbing the corporate ladder. Okay. And uh, so we moved to Rugby where I went to uh, Little Flower Elementary School. It was the Catholic grade school there. Hmm. Uh, so it was, it was Saint like, Teresa, this is the, the Daisy's little flower. room. This is the Petunia's room. St. <laughs> Teresa, the little flower. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! You are a good Catholic. I try. Um, so I went there when I was in eighth grade. We moved to Jamestown through my high school years until I was a senior in high school. Then we moved back to Langdon, oh, where ouch. I graduated. Ouch! Eh, I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah. And so, did uh, you have siblings? Oh yeah, I've got uh, two younger brothers and one older sister. My okay. my sister already had graduated and she was going to Jamestown College. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two brothers, one was a junior, the other one was in sixth grade, something like that. So, I mean, they weren't nearly as, they had a little bit more time to get to know Langdon, whereas me, right. I was there for a couple months and then I went off to college. Now, I, I've got to kind of thank that move because I really didn't have any direction back when I was a kid. I was just like, well, what's the easiest way to get back to Jamestown and my friends? Well, my at the time, my sister's boyfriend, who is now my brother-in-law, he's going to Valley City State University, and they get their own laptop computer. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's cheaper than Jamestown College, so I'll go to Valley City, because that way I'm closer to Jamestown, and he goes back to Jamestown all the time to visit my sister, and that's where his parents live and everything, too, so he was... Every weekend, he'd drive back to Jamestown, and I would just hitch along. And so that was kind of my reason to go to college was because I wanted to kind of get back close to where my friends were. I love it. And so what did you go to school for? Uh, nothing to begin with. Uh, <laughs> just went just, to just school. Just taking generals. Yep. Went to laptop school. I know, exactly. <laughs> I, I was... I was majoring in StarCraft. (laughs) Um, My sophomore year, I kind of had to hunker down and say, okay, well, what am I going to do? And so I kind of, I love reading. Anybody who, if you see somebody walking down the street with a book in their hand and they're reading and you're like, how are they staying upright? You're probably looking at me. Um, I read and walk all the time. 
And just uh, like as a like you're like I'm gonna go for a walk tonight, but I'm also gonna read while yeah. I'm doing it. Which I rewatched Beauty and the Beast. Belle does it through the whole first song. Not that weird, apparently. Back in the 18th century France. <laughs> right. Just like a Disney princess. Quir- quirky Disney princesses. Disney Reed princesses and yeah. Phil Goodell. They are so much alike. Uh, Phil, also an avid Stephen King fan, so oh. much so that Phil and I started uh, a side project called Men Among Kings, mm-hmm. where we did a breakdown of Stephen King books that were turned into movies and television shows. Some are great. Some are the movies, that is. Some are great. Some are horrible. And you're also like an avid game player. You like you have tons of board games. I've and spent a lot of money these last several years on board games. Board Way games, more than yeah. I should, but right. Like you save your wedding napkins for twenty years, you can afford to buy some board. Games. Exactly. Can, yeah. Right. There you go. Also, and we got a lot of comments about that in our text club, by the way, sure. and pretty funny ones too. Someone said um, napkins are expensive when they're attached to a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and someone else said, do you know why divorces are so expensive? Because they're worth it. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's see. Uh, it wasn't too bad on me. I mean, I didn't really have anything. She had her father died when she was a, a kid. So she kind of had a little bit of a nest egg when she turned 18 that I, when we were going through the divorce, I was like, no, that's that's your money. That's none of my business. And so I didn't, I could have, I could have legitimately probably fought for some of that. Right. But I was like, no, that's not my money. So no, you, that's yours. So, but I, because she was strapped on cash because it was in a condo in Valley City, I paid for half of her legal fees, even though I didn't get a lawyer. He also, Phil, she got their bed in the divorce. That's a funny story. Too. Yeah, she got I got the, the cat. <laughs> okay, Phil got the cat. Uh-huh. She got the she bed. She got the bed, but I still have that bed. Yeah, she th- when she came to pick it up, she was like, "If you want this, you can buy it from me right now." Yeah. And so, and I said, so you, no. oh, Phil, how many pillows you got on your bed right now? Now? Oh yeah, we were supposed two, to bring him pillows. Two, two, one really sad pillow still, and no, then one because nice I pillow? because that one is part of my camping gear now. <laughs> oh my god and the other one I, I got from you yeah. because you're like phil you only have one pillow my mom just died she has tons of pillows you can come and have them <laughs> it was the saddest flattest little pillow you've ever seen in your life and so it was, too, it was time for phil to upgrade a little bit but there are things that we just don't get rid of right yeah. like the thing that's in your house that you don't get rid of yeah. even though you know it's busted you you intend to fix it later it's that garbage disposal that every other time you got to shove a ruler into to get it to work. You throw yeah. it in the garage or in your crawl space, and you're yeah. like, oh, maybe I'll use it. Right. I, I gave you a little grief about having, what was it, a washer and a dryer in yeah. your crawl space? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I'm just waiting for the day. He does. He <laughs> has a washer and a dryer Someday. in, like, three dining sets, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. In fact, Phil, you got to come down and into d- my crawl space. And I a dishwasher. I, I know. You, yeah. you and a dishwasher, me. right? Dishwasher, dishwasher yeah. down there. And you've got some attic space above your garage that we put all the jars for pickling. Oh yeah, and Phil is also one of the uh, yeah. the the picklers when we when we can pickles. Oh, yeah. We got we got to do that again this year. I know. Now that everything's caught up, now yeah. you can get canning supplies and you can mm-hmm. get uh, canning cubes do you, again. Do you have any left? Oh it, gosh, yeah. I I went through a couple jars over Christmas. Oh Phil, I so have got to grab a few. More. I've got a pantry full of ones that are labeled 2020 that we have got to eat yeah. through. Okay, yeah, this is Seat Yourself on KFGO. <laughs> Phil Gadell is with us here at Dairy Queen. 
Seat Yourself, brought to you by the South Fargo Dairy Queens, and apparently our guest today, who joined us at this 45th Street Dairy Queen location. Like an to hour ago. Is all of a sudden like, well, you know, I worked at Dairy Queen. You worked at Dairy Queen? In Langdon. <laughs> I was employee of the month two out of the six months that I worked there. What? Yeah. Well, it, it would was, be. I don't know if it was like a, I was never very popular in high school, but I was the new kid because I was fresh from Langdon. And the owner there kind of had stopped hiring guys because he had so many issues with uh, boy employees because yeah. he hire from the high school normally. So he had all, almost all, but I had worked at Hardee's in Jamestown. So I was like, well, this is an easy step over. And he took a chance on me. And then two out of the six months, I was employed. What was your specialty? What was your thing? I was really quick on the grill, but I was great. To, I was great at everything. I, I <laughs> think you can still make a blizzard. Oh, I'm sure I could. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was a. Uh, I mean, are you putting the, the, the collar on there and oh, everything? Yeah. If, you, if you use M&Ms, you sometimes have to use two cups because those M&Ms just shoot through one of those cups like nothing. I don't is know. Is that if, true, Terry? Give me a nod if that's true. The, Terry, uh, is that true? Do M&Ms shoot through the cups? Oh, we're getting nods. We're yeah, getting nods. They'll, they'll break a cup. They'll we're break getting a cup. nods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I made uh, some girls drop to the floor once, though, some of my coworkers because. They were just chitter-chattering at the front counter after a couple guys walked in, and they're, like, peeking over the counter and looking at these guys. I walk around the corner, and I'm like, really, really loud, you're talking about those two hot guys out there? <laughs> Down to the floor they went. <laughs> Phil's got that real, like, older brother vibe. Yeah, or he maybe, does. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's a younger brother vibe, right? I, what, a it's a brother he's a, vibe. He's a middle brother vibe for sure. Like, he could be your younger yeah. or he could be your mm-hmm. older. He could be either one at any moment. Phil so and I also hosted trivia yeah. for 10 years. I mean, I retired like around like year seven, so he yeah. kept it going. But down at the gastro pub. Our good friend Britta took over for a while, and then yep. she got tired of it, and then John jumped in for a year. Yeah. it was. It, I get asked about that almost more than anything else that I've previously done is, you know, in putting, to, yeah. you know, kind of shoehorning a career in, <laughs> into places. But that's the one that people really love. And they're like, I yes. still wear my shirt from the, I named that mustache shirt. Yeah, those were, those were good shirts. Yeah, they were. I mean, they, they weren't were. great quality, but they were fun oh, yeah. shirts. It's a free shirt. Yeah, yeah what exactly. Do you, what, what do you expect? Do? Like, you know. Everybody was always like, oh, we got two of them. We just need one more for our other friend. Phil used to write a question called Nerd Alert mm-hmm. every week. And it was a question about nerd culture. And what's funny is, the further and further that we did this, the more nerd culture was taking over and over and over. And so yeah. it becomes a signature question by the end. You know, the Big Bang Theory and the Marvel movies. And like then people all know it now, know some of it better than I do, just because it became so prevalent that I it, it I had to stretch my limits some weeks to go, well, what the heck can I do it on this week? And some you don't always want to do what's expected. Oh, the new Marvel movie, that's going to be a can't always do that because then it's going to be expected. So you got to throw something in there, like something about Settlers of Catan or something. Settlers of Catan. Right. I've seen it, but I've never actually played it. Yeah, it's it's one of the games that. What is really... your number one board game? Like you have so many. What's oh. your number one? Or can you give us a top five? Run down top five. You can I, do top I, five. I, uh, maybe. No. It, it's hard because each game is very different. Um, right. One of my new ones that I really really like is called. Uh, Endless Winter Paleo-Americans. Very complex, complicated, really fun, though. Um, I just bought four expansions for Imperial Settlers Empires of the North, 
which is really fun. Cascadia is a really great uh, little puzzly type game. That's a good one. Um, I'm, I've kind of cooled down on Munchkin, but it's it's one where like I've got a bunch of people who love Munchkin, and I'm more than happy to play Munchkin. There's just there's so many different varieties of it that it's like I don't get them all played. It's hard to get them. It's funny because Phil. Phil is talking about games that it'll take an hour to set up. And so the thing you don't see in Phil's collection making a regular rotation are things like Monopoly, Sorry, yeah. um, Backgammon. He's, things he's that are these, easy that yeah, everybody else is playing. There's plenty of games that you got to look at your audience that some people would enjoy, but I'm not looking for that kind of game. I remember when we were talking about, like, Taco versus Burrito uh, over Christmas. Yep. Somebody was like, is that a good game? I'm like, it's just silly. You might... You might have fun. It's a, it's a game that you could probably hand your kids and then walk away, and they will just goof off and have fun with it. There's much better games than that, but you almost kind of have to be there and play with them because yeah. they they might have a harder time going. Oh, this is how this works. Or you could give that. You could say, oh, you put that piece there. King Domino is a great game for kids, but you might need to ha- help coach. I'm terrible at that game though. My nephews beat me all the time. Phil's family incredibly competitive and like aggressively competitive when they play these games. <laughs> I kind of want to be the fly oh, yeah. on the wall when one of them starts <laughs> to lose just to see what kind of like reaction you're going to get had for bruises. them. I've had bruises. Oh, yeah. Are people flipping over tables? No, we're not that bad. My brother, my both my brothers got a little upset at me uh, because we played a new game called Age of Atlantis, which just came out this last year. It was a really good game. Took a little while for us to get into it, but I'm sitting there on my phone playing a, a video game too, and then I end up just demolishing them with their my endpoints, and then they're upset because I won, and I wasn't focused on the game the entire time. See, there you go. And like, multitasking is a big thing, right? How many times yeah. have you sat down to watch a movie and somebody's on their phone, like? You know, kind of yeah. texting away or looking at TikTok while they're watching a movie. Well, are you really watching the movie? Are you really fully? And then they're like, "Hey, will on? you rewind it thirty seconds?" Yeah. Or the other person, like, this is what my husband and I do. Like, he'll ask me to watch a show, and then I will, but I won't. Sure. And then he'll like gasp or something, and I'm like, "What? What happened? Rewind it a minute." And he's like, "Amy, you can't just watch. Yeah. Just the- watch this. <laughs> just watch it." My my kids get so mad at me too. I'm like, "Hey guys, want to watch a movie?" And they're like, Mom, you have to sit and watch the whole thing. I'm like, I can't do that for you. Yeah. But I'll put on the movie. And then they're like, then you don't get to pick. And I was like, no, I want to pick. I want to watch this movie. They and they're got like, a, they got a you point, have to though. sit and watch. And they're only like three and five, and they're already calling me out. It drives Jill nuts when we'll be watching something, and I'll get up, and I'll go to the kitchen to grab something. Yeah. She's like, do you, do you want me to pause it? Do you want me to pause it? I'm like, no, I'm going to no, be gone 30 seconds. I can fine. hear what's going on in the other room. I'm always about pausing, too, because it's like I don't want to miss anything. But then, like, when I go visit my friend Kayla and we watch a show, I'm always like, I'll pause it for you. No, it's fine. Like, are you sure? Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. You learned a lot today about Phil Goodell. Learned king, a lot about Phil Goodell. king of pausing. <laughs> king of pausing, board games. Oh, yeah. Improv, trivia. Neil, always, Neil always Diamond's for, number one fan. Always up for a board game. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Will. Thanks You're for welcome. coming over. Thank you, guys. Phil Goodell has been on Seat Yourself today, brought to you by the South Fargo Dairy Queen.